Welcome to She Takes on Corporate, the podcast that empowers females to explore their untapped potential and drive their careers forward. You're joining your hosts, Nicole and Amandeep. Welcome to today's episode. So before we get into it, if you've enjoyed listening to our podcast episodes so far, please give us a follow and a rating on whichever podcast platform you listen on. It does help us out a lot. Today we'll be discussing attending networking events. We have done an episode on how to network one-on-one called the Coffee Catch-Up, so please do check out if you want. But first, let's get into a quick productivity hack before we get into the episode. So today's productivity hack is all about time blocking. Now, what this is, is essentially blocking time into your calendar for your most important tasks. And this is my go-to when I'm feeling really overwhelmed at work or I have a deadline coming up that I really need to work towards. So I find, especially being in a client-facing role, it can be really easy to become reactive at work and spend the day responding to emails, Teams chats, picking up calls as soon as they come in. And it's so much easier to get into that habit rather than being proactive and actually prioritizing your tasks. So the advantages of time blocking are increasing your productivity, minimizing any external distractions, and also giving you a sense of control across your day. So how do you time block? At the beginning of each day, prioritize out your tasks and estimate how long each task is going to take you. Now, this is going to get a lot easier the more you do it. Next, you need to decide how much flexibility to have across your day between responding to emails, calls, etc. And then block these tasks into your calendar. Now, this means that at the beginning of your day, you know that you've allocated all the time you need to your most important work and you don't have to stress out. So a tip is I really like to let my manager know when I'm blocking out time so that I can actually completely shut off my emails and really limit those distractions. So we'd love to hear if you do try out this productivity hack. Let us know over on our Instagram. Okay, let's get into today's episode on networking. So networking is actually extremely important when it comes to accelerating your career growth. I think you can't win by yourself. You need to build relationships, get to know people and figure out what's out there. And you can only do that through networking. Like you never know what new opportunity might come your way um, from a discussion. And that could lead you to a new career path that you never imagined for yourself. Um, That's something that happened to me. That's how I landed into the area I am in today. If you think you already have great set of friends and you've already got a great job, you know, great salary and you're pretty comfortable where you are and you don't open yourself up to meeting new people and getting to know the industry, you're actually missing out on endless opportunities. Yeah, I totally agree with that. When I was doing my internship, the way that I actually figured out what area of the bank I wanted to work in like longer term was through networking and just chatting to people in different areas and finding out like what a typical day in the life looks like. So I think networking is not only important for new opportunities, but also just finding clarity and figuring out what the hell you want to do. Mm-hmm. And there's actually stats linked to this and why networking is important. So according to a LinkedIn survey, 
85% of jobs are filled through networking. That's a lot. I think that really shows the importance of having personal connections in the hiring process. Yeah, I mean, I guess that means that if you're just applying for jobs that you haven't done any networking for, then you've got a 15% chance, right? Mm -hmm. And there's another quick fact, if you're not convinced. So a survey by Harvard Business Review revealed that 95% of professionals considered face-to-face interactions to be essential for long-term business relationships. Which I can see why, because... I feel like nothing can compare to face-to-face interactions. I think they're just way more memorable. Yeah, that does make me think back to lockdown when at our company, no one turns the camera on on Teams Mm -hmm. and we'd just be talking to like this black screen (laughs) for months and months. I feel like people still do that. (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) So we've all been told time and time again how important networking is and how important the people you know around you are for your opportunities and your progression and all of that. But I think in reality for a lot of young people and especially young women, actually getting started going to networking events can be incredibly intimidating to the point where most of us don't do it, right? Mm -hmm. So what we're going to go through today is three common scenarios you might face when you go to networking events And we're going to be giving our tips and tricks on how you can navigate these so you don't end up feeling as intimidated or awkward or, Mm -hmm. yeah, you can just go into the room more confident. So our first scenario we're going to go through, you sign up for a local networking event in your area and you feel pretty confident signing up for it. But once you get there and enter the room, you suddenly see everyone in their suits all looking fancy and the fear sinks in and you suddenly feel intimidated. So Amandeep, what would you do in this situation? I think before you let any fear take over, you need to act as soon as you enter the room. So studies show that you must physically move and act within the first five seconds or your brain will take over. So when you enter the event, speak to the first person you see right away and like without thinking too much because when you step to the sideline and you start to think that's when you start to create these scenarios in your brain and that leads to overthinking and we all know what overthinking looks like and what it leads to right (laughs) not very good (laughs) so before you can let your brain get into that situation of like creating scenarios and overthinking you just need to go in say hi And start a conversation as soon as possible. It's all about building that momentum and keeping that momentum going so that you can distract your mind from like social anxiety. Something that my manager made me do when I first started going to networking events was he made me make a goal for how many people I'd talk to at each event. So I think I started out saying I'll talk to three people at this event Mm -hmm. and then the next day I'd have to report back to him and tell him how it went. So I think that was just another thing that made me like, I think especially if you go to an event with your friends, it can be so easy to just stick in your normal circles. Mm -hmm. But if I know, hey, I've told my manager I have to talk to three new people, that's kind of going to force you to get in there and just like face your fears and go and speak to someone. I think that's a nice way to look at it if you hit 
your goal of three people like having a conversation with three people and after yeah. that you do nothing that's a successful like, event it's a successful it totally event. Is. like you don't need to think about anything else yeah and going back to the momentum point you can actually start building that slowly when you you know enter the building itself or if we go back further you can start there when you leave your house you know when you get an uber you can start a conversation with the uber driver and that's that's for you to just start feeling like you're feeling more social right Mm -hmm. and then you go into the event and you see someone um in the elevator for example you can actually just start a quick conversation with them ask them how days how their day is going or compliment the shoes or something you know just to make sure that you're in their rhythm of like talking to people so when you actually enter the event now you've you've already started like training your brain in terms of like you just need you just need to talk to different people and the social anxiety should kind of settle down a bit And I think if you keep yourself busy by kind of interacting with people on your journey there, Mm -hmm. you don't have that time to overthink. Yeah, that's exactly it. True story. On Thursday, I was Ubering to a customer meeting by myself and I hopped in the Uber and started making small chat with the Uber driver and he just straight up didn't speak. (laughs) He straight up ignored me and I was like, okay, sir, never mind. (laughs) I think that's when you just read the room and you're like, okay, maybe okay, this is not I'll it. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. And that's when you just listen to music. <laughs> I think the trick to starting a conversation with anyone is just to pretend like everyone is your friend. Um, like you haven't seen your friend in six months and you just ask them about work life, anything happening outside work, and you have this sort of excitement when you talk to them. Um, and the conversations you have with your friends, they're like super easy going and you're not, you're not actually trying to impress anyone. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the same when it comes to networking. Like you don't need to have your CV fully memorized, yeah. you know, this isn't an interview. You're going into these networking sessions, trying to genuinely build friendships with the people you work with in your industry. I think that's part of the problem. A lot of us put so much pressure on ourselves going to these events because it's like a professional event and Mm -hmm. you feel like you need to impress people and you need to have like a cool story and you Mm -hmm. need to have a cool job and all of this. But I think if you go into it with that mindset of like, I'm just coming to this, I just want to have a yarn with a few people, meet some new people, different companies or different Mm -hmm. industry, whatever it is. And if I've done that, that's successful. Yeah, exactly. You know, this episode was actually inspired one of my close friend who's a junior doctor and she's also an introvert. I remember her telling me a story of her going to an event with a room full of doctors and she just think it's really scary and intimidating. And which is crazy because yeah. she's, she's a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think it's the fact that she thinks she's a junior doctor mm. and having to talk to all these senior people. But, you know, for her, thinking about networking gives her so much anxiety. She just doesn't like attention and doesn't want anything to do with attention around her. So, um, but like once she's like in the event, she's fine. So I'm super excited for her to listen to this episode because everything I'm sharing today is centered around our conversation um, to, and her experiences to do with networking. Okay, so now moving on to our second scenario. So now you're actually in the event and you're standing in a circle talking to a group of people, but suddenly your mind goes blank and you don't really know how to contribute to the conversation. 
Amadeep, what would you do in this situation? I think the best thing here to do is to just observe and listen to what the group is talking about. Just be open and be curious to the conversation. And when you see an opportunity to speak, that's when you can just say your name and ask your question or say your opinion and just carry on the conversation. And we don't want to get hung up on the details too much here because, for example, when a group is talking about, for example, AI and you're not familiar with like all the technical things to do with AI, you can just ask very broad, open-ended questions such as like, what do you think this would look like in the future? Like, what's the future of AI? Or, you know, because you're displaying your curiosity instead of you sounding like an expert. Um, because I think like as young people, we don't need to come across as experts in anything. Mm. We can get away with asking very simple and easy questions. Yeah. Yeah, I think I kind of had to go through that realization when I first started kind of going to events and networking that I don't have to know about every topic. Mm -hmm. You can just ask people questions and be curious. And that can be the way you make conversation. Like you don't have to know everything Mm -hmm. and like I said previously right pretend like everyone is your friend as long as you're respectful (laughs) I think this approach works 100% of the time I guarantee (laughs) I think it's really helpful in calming your anxiety in social situations so you don't tend to like overthink anything you're saying I think the other thing I've experienced is like being like standing in a group at a networking event with a bunch of guys talking about sports and a I have absolutely no interest in sports and b (laughs) I know nothing about it and I have nothing to add so I think in those scenarios sometimes if the conversation's just not interesting or valuable for you that's when you do try and exit that conversation and be like hey I'm just Mm -hmm. gonna go grab a drink or I'm just gonna go talk to this person I know or and you just try and like swiftly exit. Yeah. <laughs> the exit plan. Respectfully, Respectfully. swiftly exit. <laughs> I have a similar experience to that as well. I have been attending so many finance networking events, you know, being in banking. There's so many finance industry events that I feel like I should be attending as a grad because there's just so much I feel like I need to learn. <laughs> and there have been so many situations where I've had nothing to add to those conversations because I just Mm. don't understand what language they're talking in yeah and what I do in those situations is like I make mental notes of the topics that are being discussed and then I go home and kind of learn what those terms mean or like what are they even talking about to you know get an idea and kind of just focus on educating myself mm-hmm. and then when you come back next time you're like one percent better and I think <laughs> I think that's amazing yeah nice I love that <laughs> and I think the more you keep doing this eventually you will end up having your own opinions and eventually yeah. you will be able to ask questions when you go to these networking events because now you can talk in the language that everyone is talking in if that makes sense yeah absolutely I think the more events you go to the more comfortable you become Mm -hmm. talking to new people and kind of just entering conversations that you don't know a lot about Mm -hmm. and the more you're going to learn as well so it just gets easier and easier the more you go Mm -hmm. and on that note we'll move to the third scenario so it's near the end of the event your social batteries run out and you want to go home 
So how do you respectfully <laughs> leave a group conversation without feeling like you're being rude or feeling like you're interrupting? There have been so many times when the event is just too long and I've just been mm. standing for like a whole hour. Yeah. And, I just and go when home. you're in heels as well, yeah. like absolutely not. And it's after work. <laughs> yeah. I'm like I'm ready to go home. So I feel like in those sort of situations, it's just about being aware of the timing. So wait for the conversation to kind of slow down a bit. And that's when you'll see a pause and you can start to... <laughs> slowly drift away (laughs) no we won't do that but yeah obviously like interrupting mid-conversation will come across rude so you can just basically express your gratitude for being part of the conversation something like it was great meeting you um i really enjoyed our discussion have a good rest of your evening and then you can just leave Mm -hmm. um and this is also a very good time to get the contact details of the person that you really enjoy talking to and you want to stay in touch with them. So you can say something along the lines of, I really appreciated our conversation. Let's keep in touch. Are you on LinkedIn? And kind of just wrap that Mm -hmm. up from there. Yeah, I think this is the part that I really struggle with because I feel super awkward trying to leave a group conversation. Like I'm such a one-on-one girly. Mm -hmm. Like I'm already not super comfortable in group conversations and then trying to like, be like hey thanks so much I need to go now and interrupt yeah just it feels really awkward to me so yeah I'm super keen to hear what your tips are on this yeah some people find it harder to enter a conversation but I feel like in your case it's the harder opposite. to exit yeah. yeah so we all have our strengths and weaknesses obviously <laughs> when it comes to networking um, that makes me feel better yeah. thank you <laughs> So in the scenario where the conversation doesn't seem to be slowing down and people are getting like really excited about whatever they're talking about and you really need to leave, like what are some of your tips in that scenario? I think here you can interrupt and you can just be straight up and say, you know, apologies for interrupting because mm-hmm. we were interrupting respectfully. <laughs> Apologies for interrupting, but I really have to go. It was great chatting with you all today. And then, you know, you can head off. Mm-hmm. And another really good tip that you can use here is use your non-verbal body language. And the way you do that is by, you know, you start to gather things like your belongings and you start to slowly <laughs> put on your coat. Like, I'm packing up now, guys. <laughs> yeah, packing up. And usually people are really good at reading the room. Mm-hmm. So that's when... It's kind of like easy to exit when you've just started doing all of that. Personally, I really love the like dramatically pulling my phone out of my bag and checking the time. <laughs> or checking your That's like, like a watch, good one. Yeah, yeah. Watch that you're not wearing. <laughs> <laughs> I think one thing I do really want to highlight before we wrap up the episode is that when we're so young in a career, we're usually going to these networking events wanting a job or wanting something out of the conversation that was kind of my approach when I was at university Um, that's how I saw networking but then you come to a point and you realize that networking actually is all about just having conversations showing interest in others Mm -hmm. building that trust and eventually you'll reach a point where you can also offer something to people in return as well yeah and I think just networking is about being super patient and having the long-term mindset for those who are listening to us who are at university right now yeah I think 
like going back to the point that we can put a lot of our pressure a lot of pressure on ourselves going to these events wanting a specific outcome or just having really high expectations of how it will turn out but I think at the end of the day people can see straight through you if you're Mm. not genuine and like the way I try to approach it now is just I'm going to this event to meet some new people and that's kind of it. Mm-hmm. And if something more develops from that, then that's great and that's a win. Yeah. But you can't go in like targeting like a specific person to get exactly. a specific thing from them because they don't even know you at this point. Mm-hmm. Like you have to build that relationship and you yeah. have to be genuine about it. And it goes back to the point that networking is all about being patient mm. and you need to have that long-term mindset when it comes to attending these events. Yeah. We hope you got something out of today's episode and feel less anxious walking into your next networking event. We promise you, just like with everything, the more you do it, the easier it gets. Networking has nothing to do with being an introvert or an extrovert. It's a skill that can be picked up just through practice. Nicole, what are your three key takeaways from this episode? So one... When you first enter an event, approach the first person that you see and introduce yourself. Don't hesitate and give your brain the time to talk yourself out of it. Two, go in with the mindset that you are at the event to meet new people and you don't need to put any additional pressure on yourself to come out with a specific result. And three, when you're trying to exit a conversation, if you do feel too awkward interrupting, you can use nonverbal language like picking up your bag or checking your time to exit. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Share with us on our Instagram page which tip you are going to take away. Disclaimer, the content in this podcast discussed today is for educational purposes only. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to subscribe and follow us on Instagram, She Takes On Corporate.